bonus episode. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Hey, this is Francis Manipal. You're listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, a bonus episode. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the Leftovers. leftovers. All right. uh, Joining us this week, we're not by ourselves this week. Joining us this week, we have uh, listener Daniel Hapner joining (laughs) us live in the studio. It's actually pronounced Hepner, uh, my question to you is, uh, why the fuck is there a silent O in your name? I mean, that's you don't want to be known, especially by the ladies, for having a silent O anywhere in anything during any, I don't know, act ever. There should never be a silent O ever, especially in the bedroom. Daniel Hopner. Well, okay, so first, uh, to answer the actual question, blame uh, the Germans. <laughs> It's a German last name. Uh, secondly, I don't know. I mean, you know, depends on what you're going for. Uh, uh, a ninja O, maybe. Ninja O. A ninja O. Silent but deadly. You don't want her to die. Jay does. <laughs> but Well, maybe I'm just alley-ooping to him. <laughs> the assist? It's, it's a handoff. All right, Jay, I killed her. She's all yours. Awesome. <laughs> Splendid. Splendid. His uh, favorite sloppy seconds. Daniel, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners? We met you at C2E2, but why don't you yes. tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, not much to tell. All right, um, that's enough. Yeah, uh, There we go. All right, guys. You know what? We're going to jump right. I'm fucking with you. Go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, it's Daniel Hepner. You can keep calling it Hopner. I don't give a shit. Uh, Hopner. <laughs> Nobody ever gives. We're going to be right. talking about. We're going to be talking about the Flash and Preacher this episode. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're going to stall that. We're not going to get into that right now because we we got to give Hepner some time over there. <laughs> Do it's you? His fault. We're not getting to the advertised content this time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he had like an uncle and his name was Hugh Hepner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never. Like, I've never heard gen- that. The, the g- generic version. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have like the, like like the silk. The silk smoking jacket on. He's just got like a flannel one on. Yeah, no grotto, just like a crick. He's, you know, he's well off, but not that well off. Only, just surrounded by a bunch of sixes. Yeah. Not <laughs> nine <laughs> <and> tens. <laughs> a couple fives make it ten. You know, yeah. The occasional four, but you know, it was an off week. All right. We've learned enough about you. Exactly. Yeah. All right. My made up heritage. No, tell us, a- <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, born and raised, uh, native of Chicago, still live there right now. Uh, like you said, met you guys uh, a couple years at C2E2. Uh, Jay wasn't there, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, 
you know, big fan, grew up uh, doing all kinds of pop culture stuff, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Star Wars. I grew up masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but who didn't? So, yeah, (laughs) he's trying to set himself apart. At the tender age of nine. (laughs) Wow, you were young. Yeah. What can I say? Jeez. (laughs) Wow. Impressive. Why wait? Why wait? You know, (laughs) it's just a matter of when you find your dad's, you know, Playboy magazine underneath the bed. That's where it starts immediately, so... Um, I mean, so, you know, I've just always been a fan of, uh, stuff that pop culture and nerd yeah. stuff and so forth. And so, I mean, I caught, I, uh, first, uh, started listening to you guys, uh, about two years ago from the, uh, Godzilla, uh, podcast yeah. episode. The Godzilla Podzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, Frank's first, uh, appearance on the show, too. Yeah. Should have been his last, wow. but. Well, you know. <laughs> I was not here for Frank's first appearance. No, no you weren't. No. Oh. Oh. But uh, so I've been listening to you guys ever since. Went through most of the back catalog, uh, and you know, in between times, mm-hmm. yeah. And I will say, you guys always helped very much getting through my work, uh, driving around in Chicago, killing people's dogs for them. <laughs> All right, <laughs> no, that's just Thursdays. I'm sucking our dicks here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, nah. you know, um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a lot more interesting than what you were yammering on about. <laughs> Probably. I'll tell you that much, but... Uh... <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> uh, Daniel Yamner. Okay, guys. We, <laughs> we are going to be talking about The Flash and Preacher. But first, we're going to be talking about the... What is it? The Flash... Uh, se- season two finale. Yes. Series yep. finale. You almost canceled it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> season two finale. Jake would be happy flash. if that were the case. I'm not, I don't wish ill will upon the show. <laughs> no, you just don't want to be in the conversation anymore, left out of it, so. Oh, Hopner's already off to the races <laughs> <Wow>. here. <laughs> Attacking Jake. Oh, little does he know I secretly cry after these segments. <laughs> little does he know that after you know after we have like a first time guest on, we get together and we vote: should this guy ever come back? <laughs> that is and, a true story. <laughs> oh, I already voted against myself to return, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, guys, tons of spoilers coming up <laughs> in this uh, edition. Uh, so here is our spoiler warning. This is a Pop Culture Leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole. You have been warned, spoiler pussies. Okay, so uh, we also might rate the uh, episode, and if this is your first time listening to our show, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. Here we go. Here we do. Here we, we're going to talk about the Flash. Uh, we'll start off with, with, with the old the old Hopner. <laughs> the old Hopner. The, the tried and true. If you, if you just want to rate the episode first uh, and, and, and let us know what you thought about it. You had to get caught up. How many episodes were you behind? Uh, the one I started at that I was behind on was uh, starting at um, Rupture. Rupture. Yeah. Oh, so, so you're that only was like, four episodes. You're only like four episodes behind. Because okay, then it yeah. was like the what was it the the runaway dinosaur. Yeah, and then the the penultimate whatever the fuck yeah. that was, and then the season finale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the la- so catching up on them, I was enjoying. It. I mean, I've I've been Flash has been generally a 
high taste it usually on average for me for the whole uh run of the show um this last episode just that one alone um i'm gonna give it a taste it okay there were there, were, there was parts of it i enjoyed i really liked uh the last moments of it uh there were some parts that i'm not sure if it was actually in the last episode or the second to last episode because i watched them all in a row uh specifically how they dealt with all the uh other earth 2 metas mm-hmm. uh that i was kind of like it was another cisco thing yeah yeah which, that was the penultimate yeah. episode or, okay yeah. Um, there were, there were parts of it I, I liked. There were some parts where I was kind of like, uh, especially like the Iris stuff, I was like, eh. Okay, so it was about 50-50 for you, so you taste Yeah, it. so taste okay. it. Jay? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, overall, uh, the season, uh, high-tasted territory mm-hmm. for the most part. Some Tupperware, oh, for yeah. sure. Agreed. Like, this, this show teeters on Tupperware at times, and, and, it, and some of the episodes are fucking phenomenal. Um, this one was good. But I wouldn't say it's Tupperware territory for me at all. I'd, I'd say this. I'd say I would agree with you. I think this is a taste it for me as well. Sure. Um, there's a lot of stuff I'd say are Tupperwares. <laughs> um, some of the performances were Tupperwares for me, especially Grant Gustin again. Oh yeah, I think pulling out all the stops and impressing the hell out of me as an actor. Um, but story wise. Um, did not fulfill for me. So, some of the aspects of the story itself did not fulfill f- for me. I do um, enjoy, though, how some of it was wrapped up. It was mm-hmm. really, uh, I don't know, it was really divisive overall for me. So I, I can't give it a high taste it, but definitely a taste it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Uh, man, I am going to, I, I am going to give a different rating than, uh, than both of you guys. Okay. I loved it. I, Did you? There's some stuff that I didn't like, but I loved it enough to give it a Tupperware. Awesome. There's some, All right. There's some stuff that I would have liked to see play out differently. Yeah. Um, watching it, but as it, like, as, like, the episode progressed, I kind of saw, like, why they were doing it. Uh, but we'll, you know what, we'll just dive into it and yeah. we'll talk about some of the things we liked and didn't like. Um, we saw in the penultimate episode, we got the death of Barry's father. Yes. Uh, as well as, uh, yeah. that's the big thing, is the death of, of Barry's father. Intense. Now, we also found out that uh, Wally now knows that Barry is the Flash. Yes. Yeah. So that's the other thing. But the big thing was, you know, Barry's father is now dead. Uh-huh. So Henry Allen has been killed by Zoom, and we watched that happen. Um, did that was that like impactful for you guys? Yeah, for sure. That that scene, like to start off the episode, first and foremost. Well, the last. This is the last episode, <clears throat> the penultimate episode. Right. Was, they replayed at the beginning of the last episode too, though. Kind oh, of, did so. they? Kind of to end yeah. it on that point and okay. begin right there. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest with you because um, when I recorded this originally, I. My DVR didn't record the first seven minutes okay. of the episode, so I missed all that. <laughs> yeah. The very last episode? Wow. Yeah, the that very sucks. last episode, for some reason, my DVR didn't record it. And I noticed that I was like, Flash is on right now. Why is it not recording? Because I was going to – I always let it run for about 15 minutes so I can fast forward yeah. the commercials. Oh, for sure. And then I was like, why isn't it recording tonight? It records – and there's nothing else that's recording. And it didn't record the first seven minutes for me, so wow. I didn't watch those. And I forgot to watch it again on Hulu. Um, so I didn't see how they started. Okay. At all. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, they basically went off right from where that ended, um, with, with Barry screaming, because mm-hmm. his dad's dead at that point. Yeah, the, the previously on ends with the part where he kills him, and then he's screaming, and then you cut, and then it's now the new episode, and he's still screaming, right. basically. And I, I think that was a great way to start the episode. Yeah, leave it right, pick it up right exactly where it left off, right. the exact moment. Totally intense, his father dies, and that sets it off. It is intense, yeah. That sets off What every... if the whole episode was just him screaming? <laughs> 
be like how episode eight uh, for Star Wars is going to be them still like her holding out the lightsaber still. Same thing. No, it's it's not holding something. Just literally someone screaming. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> For like an hour. Would, would he have to like stop and take another breath to keep streaming or would it be like he's... You're overthinking it. Okay. I'm just literally talking about Barry Allen is the Flash and he has he can sustain an hour-long scream. Right. Even through commercials, like like they, like all of a sudden you're watching like a fucking insurance commercial, but you can hear Barry in the background. Yeah, exactly. You're like, what the fuck is going? That on? would be great. Uh, it's fucking. We got the Geico Gecko, and he, he's like looking around, like shrugging his shoulders, like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Don't, yeah, all don't, the commercials kind of recognize. They're like, what is that? I'm a lizard, and I don't even care about selling you insurance. Right now. <laughs> I don't. I'm just trying to figure out who's in pain right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it was a it was a great way to start off that episode yeah. just directly from the last episode. Yeah. And uh and and that also led into the reasons why he does what he does throughout this the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. you know, or even to the end. Yeah. So I, I think that was great. I think that story thread carried over really well, for sure. How do you guys feel? And I didn't know how to feel about this, was like, you know, he kills his father and then like then he's like, Well, now I now I want to race you. Yeah. I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of weak at first. It was, but like it made sense to me because he is such an egotistical character like okay, I'm going to measure my success by how many earths I conquer at this point. Like that guy is egotistical. Yeah, but it was was it really was it really his ego or is it the fact that he was going to use that to power the magnetar which the magnetar would then destroy all of the multiverses. Right. Was except it? for Earth 1. Exactly, yeah. except for all, all except for Earth his One. Throne, yeah, or trophy, whatever. Is, yeah. So, is it really his ego, or is it just the fact that he had this plan in place with the Magnetar? Yeah, I guess it. I guess it would be kind of the ultimate. You know, if we're following Zoom's thread throughout the story, this is his evil mastermind. You know, kind of. You know, this is it, this is planned from him. So that would kind of lend credence to him as this really cool fucking villain with this master plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I didn't catch that right off the bat that that Zoom maybe had planned this all along. I felt like for him to say that was within his character. Like I am an egotistical guy. Well, sure, but they like like as soon as they get back to um, Star Labs, yeah. the first thing that Earth Two Harrison says is like, "Oh, he's." This has nothing to do. This is just his plan to, to he's wanting to run around the Magnetar and, and then d- it, yeah. destroy the multiverses. Right, right. He's always thinking one step ahead. Yeah. And so, I, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I honestly think that that's within his character. Yeah. I yeah. do. So, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, okay, okay number one, I'm going to beat you. And number two, I'm also going to destroy every multiverse as well, except for this one. Right. And, you know. I think it was also a matter of, cause he was talking about in the last couple episodes leading up to this that he's like, you know, when, once he kind of realized what Barry's history was, like, we're the same. Uh-huh. And he wanted to, he, I think a lot of it also was he killed, uh, his dad specifically to try to prove to him that, you know, now that you've lost your, you know, father in front of you and you had to watch this time, cause that was his point was yeah. that one of the main differences was that, you saved yourself from having to watch your mom die. I didn't have that luxury, so now I'm going to make you have to watch your other parent die. Mm. And I think it was, A, a way to make him... It was a way to drive Barry to accept it out of blind rage so that his plan would work and, like, so he would agree to it. 
but also it was a way to try to, I don't know what his endgame would have been, because he's like, he's trying to prove, okay, you know, we are the same, we're a lot more alike than what you think, and it seems like by doing so, he's trying to push Barry over so that he's the same as him, as he is, but I'm not sure what then his end game would be with that, mm-hmm. other than just running around destroying the multiverse, but they would both still live through that. Right. So then I'm curious, I'm don't know what he would be doing but, afterwards. But didn't, 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 wasn't, yeah, he, wasn't he trying to get Barry's power back or something? Did, was that part of it? With the yeah. magnetar? I don't know. I mean, no, it was I'm just mad. he needed both of them to be able to... to power the magnetar. Yeah. Okay. But like, so if that ha- if his plan succeeded, they both keep doing it, it goes off, it destroys the multiverse except for this <laughs> Earth, they would both still be alive, then what? I want to see somebody make like a viral video of like... Um, of like uh, two gerbils and one dressed like the Flash <laughs> around the doing around the wheel around the wheel and yeah. one dressed like Zoom and That's then, what it was. Then just going around yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most tiny costume but, but you have a guy like Zoom who is keeping the man in the iron mask as, yeah. a, as a trophy so for him to possibly keep Flash alive after this event you know if he succeeded. I don't think that's a strange. So presumably either. he would just be again in the cell next to him again. I like think he was he, earlier. Yeah, I think he would. Uh, you know, love to have him in a cell for the rest of his life. You're probably right on that. I was just kind of wondering, how did the man in the iron mask eat? A good question. Straw. You would think yeah, he would have say. had to eat, knowing what we know about. Yeah, but I think protein he, shakes. Yeah, who's who's collecting the old straws? Is Zoom just like giving him little drinks? <laughs> yeah, is here he, you go. Is he getting like yeah, I don't know? Look, it's best to not overthink or? these things. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just you know. I'm throwing it out. There's there. no mouth, right? But mouth. also, how does he get it into the cell then? Too? Right. So um, IV hookup. <laughs> You don't even watch the show. You stop. I'm trying to help. <laughs> to be fair, his ideas are no better or worse than ours. So. <laughs> but, but that I'd say that's um, uh, one of my major complaints is Zoom's. You know, clearly, what is Zoom's motive for doing what he's doing? This whole, you know, being introduced at the at the end of season one and coming into season two, mm-hmm. and then for them to kind of wrap it up with that. I thought was a little bit weak, you know, and that's why I couldn't totally Tupperware that because I wanted to see a little bit more of why he was doing what he was doing. Because for me, it was all ego. It was all, I want to be the best. Yeah. Exactly. I want to be the destroyer of worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to outright kill you or your, he could have, I mean, he could have killed everybody, right? I mean, yeah, he could have killed everybody in the room instantaneously. Right, immediately. And did he really need Barry if he can create a time remnant? You know, that's a I mean, that's a nitpicky thing, but it's like if you can create a time remnant, why wouldn't you both just do that wheel? Without? And we'll get back to that too. Yeah, right? we're going to talk about that absolutely. Yeah, um, let's see. Maybe it's because you need two different. Because uh, maybe even with the time remnant, it's still the same person, but and a different time frame. So you would need two different uh, speed force sources. Positive, like and maybe negative. maybe like yeah, something like that, okay. or some sort of like frequency because they're from two different Earths. Maybe you need that to like kind of. That's a good point, man. Generate the something something techno babble. Right, know. right. <clears throat> so Barry, at this point, he refuses to back out of the challenge, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna race him," and he's. he's He's going. Yeah, in it's, it's blind rage at that point. He's going in hot headed, hot headed, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill him. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill him." He even drops an f bomb. Yeah. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Yeah, he did. Grant Gustin, I'm gonna fucking kill that. And Caitlin was like, "Fuck." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna kill that fucking bitch." Yeah. And Joe's like, "Pour me another drink." 
Wow, hardcore for CW. And it's... then the ghost of his dad's like, whoa, language. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's got his dad's a force ghost and shit. <laughs> Why are you all blue? Don't worry. So, like, he's like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to run this race. And he's like, with or without you. And they're like, why are you quoting you two? And then, <laughs> and then, uh, Bono, really? Yeah. Really seriously? No, it was Joshua Tree, man. That was an awesome album. <laughs> That's true. It was me. good. It was yeah. good. All right. Anyway, so like, the, basically what happens is the team, they, uh, they hit Barry with like this fucking dart or some shit. Yeah. And it, 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 it injects this bullshit into him that makes him all like, I don't know, sleepy tie time. <laughs> It's like sleepy night night bullshit night, time, night. Night, <laughs> night. and then he and then they lock him in a cell. Yeah, I, if I'm Barry at this point, pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm pissed. I was pissed. Yeah, I'm not Barry. <laughs> See, but I, no, I actually no. I agreed with them on that. It's like, no, it is the right thing to do. I but... was actually thinking like this episode is going to be so. At that point, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? Which could be so awesome. And take him out of the finale or the resolution. Stop trying to guess what I'm fucking gonna say. <laughs> okay. Let me just let me get a thought out. Sorry. We got fucking we got Mr. <laughs> Mr. Prophet Hepner over here <laughs> trying to guess fill in the blank motherfucker. <laughs> me, mad libs. Uh, mad libs. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Let me let me spit this out. Um Fuck, I lost my train of thought now. What they were going to do when he was in I thought, I was like, yeah, now you're helping me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, I was hoping, I was hoping that they would have stopped fucking Zoom all by themselves. No help from Barry. Okay. I was like, oh my God, will the team actually do it? Will Barry not be involved in this episode for the rest of the episode at all? Uh And by the end of the episode, Barry just comes out all pissed off. (laughs) they're like hey we did it that didn't help me at all he's like like, he just goes around and punches off him really quick like you bastard no i was thinking that like for part of me i was thinking like wow this this show is really going to do something i didn't see them doing right they're really going to go for it it would have been interesting if they had but then i remembered like scenes from like the previous you know what i mean oh yeah they were they already showed like some other scenes that hadn't happened yeah and i was like okay that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. um um, but they lock him in there, and they have uh, their own plan to send Zoom back to Earth Two. But um, they end up uh, Zoom actually ends up stealing. Is it Joe? Joe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what gets Flash out of the cell, basically, and the team on board with his idea at that point. So I forget who that, let him actually out. It was oh, Wally that let him out. That's right. That's Wally right. was, and, and that's a that's a thing I love about this episode. And the last episode is Wally's involvement in Flash's mm-hmm. yeah. life at this point. As kind of almost a sidekick. <clears throat> yeah, because as you as you know, the previous episode of the penultimate With one. With the car. Yeah, <laughs> that was badass. I was clapping. I was like, get him, Wally. Yeah. Fucking get him. Yeah. Yes. Fucking, fucking T-boned his ass. <laughs> fucking Fast and Furious yeah. Wally. <laughs> Be the hero, man. That He's living his life quarter mile at a time. Now, guys, he got hit with the blast from the particle accelerator why we all know that he's going to be yeah yeah a, he's going to be a speedster we know from the comics that wally west is a speedster yeah why hasn't it happened yet i thought it was going to in this last episode i thought that was going to be like part of how they got out of it at the end but it wasn't so i was actually surprised by that is it uh, okay uh, i'm let me talk about let me uh, would his powers activate if he went to like earth 2 
That's that's a confusing thing. Like that's the biggest question. Like I don't know. I'm just saying. Like if Jesse Quick and him go to Earth two, do they find out? Let's say if hypothetically they go to Earth two, would they have powers? Do, are, do they just not work on Earth one? I mean, mm. here's the thing. Remember I, when? Remember when? Didn't when Garrett came over? He was saying he didn't have. He his was powers. depowered. But he, that was because he had been injecting himself with the uh, velocity right. six or seven, right. whichever number right. it was. True. True. Yeah. I would have I would have injected myself with velocity sixty nine. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> did he get that over quickly for you? <laughs> you just want to get through that foreplay real quick. Huh? Well, well, obviously, obviously they're setting it up for number yeah. one. They've been setting it up for a couple episodes that mm-hmm. Wally will be a hero. Yeah, and I did too. I thought like this episode for sure he was going to be the hero. Yeah, he was going to save the day. That's too much to pack into this. It one. is too much yeah. to pack in at the Probably. end of it all. Um, and, and Jesse obviously has some sort of speed force. So why isn't it not like immediately, why is she not able to use it on earth one? We don't know. We, I mean, we don't know. Maybe it does work on earth two. Maybe the physics are different, but if I, it doesn't work on earth one, they have to go a different one. My guess would be in season three, they go to earth three. Uh huh. Yeah. But the, because but it, of where we go at the ending. Right, so. Exactly. But yeah. it also poses the question as to why is Zoom okay on Earth 2? Like, why can he do it? I want to know what everybody is doing on Earth <laughs> On Earth 69. <laughs> I guarantee you, as soon as you walk into Earth 69, it's just like silent and you just hear a lot of heavy panting. <laughs> smells bad. <laughs> I just, honestly, I just want to take a whole, ho- I don't want to take a hose to the entire planet. Look, just like, bring it through it with you and be like, all right, everybody's well, I have this hose power, luckily. Get, get off my fucking lawn with that shit. Like, dogs are doing it with cats. You got a parrot and a raccoon doing it. It's, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? This is Earth 69. What the fuck is going on here? Well, look at my grandma. God damn it. But but bringing it back, bringing it back to Wally, yeah, bringing it back to Wally. They did they they did have that little uh, where where Barry's like, oh, I wonder what your doppelganger mm. is like on Earth too when he's talking about Wally. Yeah, I bet mm. he's like a handful or something. I don't remember the exact quote. Mm-hmm. But why would they bring that up if they're not going to bring up his doppelganger on Earth too? Yeah. But also, why would they give? Why would he be hit with the blast and not get the power? Both of them. That's what doesn't make sense. It's it's diff- it's obviously stuff that they're going to go into in season three. Yeah, but it's just then it's a question of what capacity. Because maybe it'll be they go back to Earth three at some point. Maybe it'll be because what happens at the very end. Mm-hmm. You know that'll change stuff. Yeah. But they're making this Wally heroic. Yeah, no, I like that. And I like him yeah. for doing that. That's one of the definite pluses. And I like that in the last. The last two episodes with like the, the Joe talking to Barry and then Barry having him talk to Wally right. and Wally's like, no, no. <laughs> right, right. So guys, we're at the point in the, in the show where, like we said, Wally releases Barry from his imprisonment. Yeah. Uh, Barry comes out there and, um, he's talking to, you know, everybody at Star Labs. Um, they all said that it was a hard decision, but they had to lock him up. Mm-hmm. And he even looks at Iris and there's like, a split second where he looks at her and you can tell he's really upset with her. Yeah. That she was involved in this too. I get it though. I'm like, I, I, 
in the moment, I agree with their decision to have done so. Now, obviously, it wasn't going to play out that way. But as you had said, it would have been really cool and really interesting if they had left him in there the whole time. I know. I think I loved I know. I understand. It would have been a really bold choice from a storytelling yeah. standpoint. I, I think, like, the show, it's just like, yeah, we all want to see the speedster save the day. And that's what The Flash does. But I thought it would have been, I thought it would have been really interesting if they if they found a really cool way for them to stop it by himself, yeah, yeah. by themselves and not have Barry, yeah, involved, it would have been really interesting. But yeah, of course, it doesn't play out that way. No. But I mean, I you know I I agree with at the time I was when I was watching the episode, I was like, no, they they're making the right choice by you know tranking him and locking him up in there for it because yeah, he's too hot headed, he's running on pure emotion, and instinct, and rage, and he's not thinking clearly. And it's like, no, they're. If they have a plan, if it can work, and, you know, with the minor hiccup of that, you know, uh, Zoom was able to take Joe with him back mm-hmm. to Earth 2, it did work. Mm-hmm. And they had even all said, you know, if something goes wrong, if something happens to one of us, we're not opening it back up. Right. And, like, they had thought it through, and I really liked that, that they as a team had come to that understanding mm-hmm. and agreed among themselves that, no, we, if it works, if we get him over there, we're able to keep him there, don't open it back up, mm-hmm. no matter right. what. You guys don't even want to know what um, the, what the race was like between Zoom and Barry on her sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> completely different than what we saw. It was a race to something completely different. Remnant on remnant action. Both, yeah, <laughs> you've got like remnants all over the place. Oh Mouths literally on fire. I can fuck oh. myself finally. <laughs> oh, you could have like a foursome with yourself. Oh no. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> Barry uh, agrees to race Zoom if Zoom says if, if Zoom releases Joe. Right. Um, Barry and Zoom then race on the Magnetar. The Magnetar, we're watching it; it's beginning to charge as they're racing. Um, Barry creates a time remnant of himself. He does. Um, basically, uh, let's explain this whole. And the time remnant uh, gives his life to stop the magnetar. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that was kind of powerful to watch, even though you're like, well, it's not a Barry we actually care about anymore because it's just a separate reality one. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of powerful to watch him actually like scream and then dissipate mm-hmm. uh, in the process of it. Yeah, it was- like the old crisis flash death, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's explain. And then Barry, the other Barry, takes out Zoom. So let's explain this time remnant thing. It's kind of confusing. We did talk about it in a previous episode mm, for those um, at home. And I think that what we said was pretty much correct on how we explained the time remnants. Yeah, it um, was. Barry can run fast, so fast that he can travel back in time. We've seen this on the show, so we know it's a thing. And mm-hmm. and a, and a time remnant is what uh, is what you get. When Barry travels back in time by just a few seconds, uh, if he does this, then you get two versions of Barry. You get the original Barry and the one who just traveled to this moment from a few seconds in the future. Mm. Yes. So in this instance, what happened was Barry is running around the Magnetar with Zoom. That Barry goes back into the past a few seconds and creates his time remnant. That time remnant... Barry, Time Remnant Barry, I'll call him TRB, mm-hmm. Time Remnant Barry, TRB, jumps off the Magnetar and then frees Joe. Yes. Time Remnant Barry then runs around the base of the Magnetar, which we've learned that running around anything uh, scientific in the Flash universe 
will reverse the polarity of something or other, and then the good guys always win. <laughs> look, look it's very scientific. That's just science, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just how science works. Something, it's, it's a magnetar, so All a magnet, sudden, I'm, bitch. I, want to just, I, I just, as soon as we take a break, Jay, I just want you to go outside. I know you're a runner. I want you to go outside and just run around, <laughs> run around shit, and I yeah. just want to see what happens. Science will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what your remnant does too. Yeah. <laughs> but in 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 doing this, so he he's do, he's running around the magnetar really fast. Yeah, it, it's it's creating some science shit, <laughs> some science shit. When you run fast, like when you run really really fast, it reverses polarity, and science shit just seems to happen. Apparently. It is a moment where you need like uh, Jordy LaForge come out and say something something tachyon pulse. Something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in in doing this, what happens is the time remnant sacrifices himself. Yeah, uh, and we talked about this in a previous episode. We learned that time remnants can die, but the original copy—not even a copy—the original mm-hmm. survives. Um, there are uh, ramifications to creating time remnants, though. Uh, and those are the time rates. Yes, we saw those previously in other episodes. Barry yeah. knew. Barry knew that if uh, he did. Um, a time remnant that the time wraith would come for him. Mm-hmm. And what he was betting on is that they would go instead, they would go for zoom who had been pissing them off long before. Yeah. Um, it's a matter of, I've only done two crimes. He's done like 20. <laughs> so yeah. 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 He's higher up on the list. They should have just sent more time race. <laughs> yeah, two. Could have got both of them. Yeah. There should be like 20 of them. But like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so, um, Barry, uh, Barry had been doing his little time remnant trick, but they were, he was betting on them taking Zoom. Right. So they originally, they came for, uh, for Barry, but they see the prize, which is Zoom, who they have been wanting to dispose of for a while, and then they take off with Zoom instead. Yes. So, uh, Zoom is taken away by the time race. Um, what do they look like? They look like kind of like I guess dementors, dementors, okay. like yeah. flying, flying. absolutely dementors. Yeah, without the hoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have more of a skull. face to them, but okay. yeah, yeah. And, they, I, and I will say, like that was actually one of the things with the last episode here, where I it I didn't like it. I, you know what? If you're gonna introduce time race, you gave me the payoff. Sure, that you, is you true. Gave, you gave me time race earlier in the season. That is true. And I thought it was silly. At least you're going to give me the payoff. No, that is true, and I will give you that. That Yeah, at least they follow through with it, but I always thought the concept uh, was kind of... No, I, you know, I, I honestly have... I mean, they've already introduced the the Speed Force as, like, this living being. Mm-hmm. And that was the when he was in the Speed Force, when one he was of the episodes the, the, that I had the, to catch yeah. up on. And after I'd heard you guys talking about that episode, mm-hmm. I actually absolutely agree with you on it. We're like, that stuff is really cool. And then at the end, when he's, like, again, running the opposite way, you're just like, right. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. But see, the thing, I, I, you know, like... Again, Jordan LaForge comes out and he's like, well, I'll see what happened was, go away. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where I, I feel like, you know, if you're going to introduce the time race and then not do anything with them for the rest of the season, no. it's, kind of a, it's kind of a waste. And yeah. I felt like at least Barry had a plan. No, I agree. It was, since you had set them up, it was a good payoff mm-hmm. for them. But it was a concept that I was never really on board with, so you yeah. know I, I'm at least consistently having a problem. With I it. wasn't on board until they really brought it home with this episode, and I think it Fair sets enough. up a lot for like next season. Yeah, possibly. it might. That is true because of what happened. Yeah. So now uh, we uh, the true Jay Garrick is revealed, and it's revealed to be Henry Allen's Earth Three doppelganger uh, by the name of Jay Garrick, who mm. also goes by the Flash. Um, 
So Barry sees the face of his father and knows it's not his father. Oh, yeah. he breaks down. Man. That was that was powerful. For every fan out there that remembers, you know, uh, you know, what's John Wesley Shipp yeah. as uh, the Flash from the nineties yeah, and seeing him dressed up and you know as as another Flash, another speedster. That was pretty cool. We're all like, yeah. And then you've got like little bitch Barry over there crying. <laughs> he's like, no, he's like he's like pissing on our moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I. I I disagree. I thought it was his reaction to it was really powerful, actually. I no, I'm totally there I with know, you. I'm, I know. No, I'm, what I'm trying to talk about is like the like the difference in like the reaction from like the fanboy oh, yeah. to like to like what's really going on in the story. True. Like True. for me, it was satisfying. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. here's John Wesley Schlipp. I loved him in the Flash series from like nineteen ninety. He looks so happy. It's the Flash. <laughs> and and here he is, he's he's a speedster again. He's back in a suit. This is very noble. Cool. Noble looking. It didn't yeah, it didn't look for his age and everything, he still looked good in the yeah. like leather. Did you ever see him outfit? in the in the original? Oh absolutely. He was ripped. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, and people will think like, oh no, but it was just the way they designed the suit. No, even out of the suit, he was yeah. built. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was gratifying. I, it I, was. I, I was totally Especially for me that. when he put the, the helmet on, which wasn't his, he was like, but I'll take it because it completes the outfit. That, when he put it on, it just said he had that little smile. Yeah. And like, oh, if this yeah. was Earth 69, he'd, he would have been in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would have been. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> there would have been some flippity do. That guy is hot been, stuff. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Grandma, yeah. seriously. <laughs> you know what was like really sad is like like before he died, Henry Allen was talking. Remember the rival company to Star Labs, Mercury. Yeah. Mercury. Yeah. Remember the woman that was like the head of Mercury. Yeah, they were. So, it looked like there they was, were starting to have a thing going. Totally flirting. Oh, it was. If if a Zoom had interrupted, they would have been fucking up in Barry's room. Later. Oh, it would have been Earth sixty nine all day. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Like, why didn't we know we had a portal to another dimension in my own bedroom? What happened? <laughs> Earth 69 right here on Earth 1, baby. You're not welcome, though, Barry. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. It, yeah. But, it, I mean, I feel sorry. I do, yeah. too. Like, they took that away from him. Yeah. Like, right at the last moment. Yeah, because it was a moment where, like, he's he could move on from his wife's death after everything that he had went through. With, Terrible, yeah. With, you know, his wife dying. And the then guy's being, been in prison. He's exactly. Only, falsely yeah. imprisoned for it yeah, so, you for know, 10 years? 10 years. Something I mean, like that? he's only been able to fuck, like, Jared Fogle <laughs> for the past, you know, few months. Jared Fogle? No, he's been fucking the wildlife out there. <laughs> That's what he's been doing. He's going fishing in a different way. Eat fresh. We said... <laughs> So I, I, you know, anyway, let's back to back, back. Let's get back to this so we can wrap this up. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I felt bad for Barry. I really felt bad for Barry yeah. having to see, you know, uh, yeah. his father's face again with it not being his father. It was that a great performance he gave in that moment yeah. too. He's really good at crying. <laughs> I'm gonna be. All, I'm not saying that he, like, is, he is though. Yeah, no when, lie. Yeah. When, I believed it. I was there yeah. with him. When you know? Barry cries, it's like you want to cry. Yeah, because yeah. he's so he's so lighthearted throughout the rest of the mm-hmm. season. This is the darkest we've seen him, mm-hmm. the most rage filled we've seen him. Yeah, and you're with him every moment of that, mm-hmm. and then he gets really fucked. Yeah, because he goes from within one episode, he goes from well, technically at the end of the penultimate episode, he goes from being. Yeah, as happy as he's probably ever been. To being crushed. He was just talking with, uh, with Iris. Yeah. And they saying we're gonna give it a shot. He's happy. His dad's back and like in town and he's gonna live with them again. He sees that his dad's moving on. He's as happy as he could possibly be. Zoom takes him, 
kills him. Yeah. Now he's at his lowest. Now he's just angry as hell. He's, in his opinion, betrayed by his friends and his team by locking him in there. Then he goes through everything, kills or his own self in a time remnant form, yeah. in theory, sacrificing him, wins the day. And then, you know, it's a moment of... You just went through everything we talked about. <laughs> I know. But it's a moment like melancholy. But you did it really flat, fast. Are you sure you're not the Flash? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, I don't know what our people wouldn't have said to me. Are you, no, are, 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 are you Daniel's time remnant? <laughs> no comment. Anyway, so like, okay. So, um, Wells, we find out that Harrison Wells and Jesse Quick return with Jay uh, back to Earth 2. Yes. And yeah, because he's going to, like, hitch a ride from Earth 1 to 2 to back to 3 somehow. Right. And then Jay Garrick, yeah, we are, he's Earth's three, Earth 3's doppelganger. So his mother just didn't take on the last name of Alan. She stayed with Garrick. They mentioned right. that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Barry is then on the porch talking with Iris, and they have a conversation. Barry says, I feel so hollowed out inside right now. I feel more broken than I've ever felt in my entire life. If I'm ever going to be worth anything to you, I need to fix fix what's wrong with me. I need to find some peace. Mm. Iris then tells Barry, "Wherever you need, wherever you need to go, whatever you need to do, do it." So Barry then travels back in time and stops Reverse Flash from killing his mother. He runs back to that very moment where Reverse Flash is going to kill her, and then he tackles Reverse Flash. So first off. The timeline's been changed. Reverse Flash yeah. is not dead now. Right. So I see him being a big player. He did beat the shit out of him, though. <laughs> He's not dead, though. No, right. but he did beat the crap out of him, which was cool. Okay, let me rephrase that. So... Reverse Flash is not dead, but he's gotten the crap beat out of him. <laughs> Better? Sorry. Are you good? Thank you. Can we move on? All right. Sure. He's got the literal <laughs> shit kicked out of him. Thank, thank you, Hopner. Good thing he's not on Earth 69. Yeah, I guess. Um, I <laughs> so I see, I see, I see Reverse Flash being a big player in season three. Yes. Um, yeah. we, we also see in this scene, Barry looks to the door. And then he sees season one Barry looking right at him. Last year when we watched uh, that season one episode, another version of The Flash, who is wearing the white logo on his suit, warned Barry not to stop Reverse Flash and save his mother. Mm -hmm. But this time he's already done it. We then see season one Barry fade away after this happens. Yeah. So now, like I said, Reverse Flash is alive. His mom is alive. His dad never goes to prison and is probably still alive. Mm -hmm. He never lives with Joe and Iris. Right. So without the death of his mother and his father, and and, and, and without his father being in prison, he might not grow up to be a forensic scientist for the police department. True. That's the whole reason he studied forensic science in Mm -hmm. the first place. And so... I think that what will happen is that he will have his powers after he does this, travel back, and find out that everything has changed. Yeah. And then slowly lose his powers again. Absolutely. As the timeline catches up, because he's no longer would have been there. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, it's really, it is a very much of a, where the hell is this going to go now, season three? Oh, is it going to go Flashpoint? 
I mean, is it going Flashpoint? It's doing. It's obviously going to do. Like, Everyone's saying Flashpoint. Is it going Flashpoint? It's obviously going to do a version of Flashpoint, but I don't think it's going to follow like anywhere near what the the comic. Obviously, for multiple reasons, but I I think it's going to be. Their own take on this is going to be completely different. What's making people say Flashpoint just because his mom's still alive? Yes. Yeah. Which is what yes. the whole kickoff where it right. was with him. Yeah. I read it. Flashpoint. He visits, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he visits his mother's grave. Barry Allen, uh, is, uh, basically, there's a break in by Captain Cold, Captain Boomerang, Heatwave, and Mirror Master and the top at the Flash Museum. He defeats the rogues. He discovers that they've been hired by his archenemy, Professor Eobard Thawne, mm-hmm. uh, Professor Zoom, as part of a plan to destroy Central City. With the help of the Justice League, Flash foils Zoom's plot, but taunts over the death over uh, of his mother uh, still haunt the Flash as he departs. The next day, Barry discovers that the world has radically changed. His powers are gone. His mother's alive. His wife, Iris, is married to someone else, and the Justice League does not exist. And everything is crazy. Like, fucking, you've got... The Atlanteans at word with the Amazonians. Themyscira. Yeah, with uh, Themyscira. Everything is crazy. And Bruce dead instead of his dad. Exactly. Yeah. Bruce is dead, and it's his, it's his dad, right? Yeah. 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 And, and Mar- 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 the Joker. The Joker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Thomas Wayne's using guns and shit. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. So, the animated movie for that is actually really good. It is yeah. really good. Yeah. Can they do this on the CW? Clearly not all that and will, stuff. Yeah. Can they? Well, a version of this, and will they do this? I think it's going to be... A version, but obviously, how? I mean, how? I think it's going to be a lot more. Obviously, it's going to be a lot more isolated because you're not bringing in Wonder Woman. And I'm, I hold on. Shit, so it's going to affect. It's so you're saying. Uh, I'm going to ask you yes or no. Is it going to affect Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, and Supergirl? Yeah, I would. Say It'll yeah. affect. Hi, hi. I bet you're saying yes. What are you saying? Uh, not Supergirl, not Legends, but yes, Arrow. Hi, I've been watching Arrow and Arrow only. Mm-hmm. I'm a dedicated Arrow fan. I have watched seasons one, two, three, and four of Arrow. I love Arrow. And so you're telling me as an Arrow fan that has not watched any Flash, I'm an Arrow fan that hates the Flash. Right. For some reason, I'm the Arrow fan that hates the Flash. You're telling me that coming into season five, my entire fucking season is going to be predicated on the bullshit that went on in that Flash show that I fucking hate? Fuck you, Jay. <laughs> Fuck you, CW. I'm fucking done with this fucking Arrow show. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck this Flashpoint Paradox bullshit. I'm out. I'm done. Well, first of all, I would tell that guy, fuck you. No, hold on. But, yeah. But no, but you're right. Hi, I've invested four it, w- it would not affect four that. Seasons. It would not affect the show. No, you're, I, I was wrong on what I said on that. It won't affect any of the shows. Yeah. But I think what we'll see is uh, the effects of this in... In Flash, you will see what the effects are in Star City of what the Flashpoint Paradox is, but not on the Arrow show itself. Right. It'll be one of those crossover ones, but because okay. it'll have changed stuff. I can buy within, that. Like yeah. once they get once they get to the, like the the big fall crossover between all four shows. Exactly. I, I can get that. But but yeah, as far that, as that might be a good way to bring Supergirl into the fold for it, since the move to the CW, you get, we were you guys right. were talking about that last week you right. know, about how they're going to do that. That might actually be how they right. do it is yeah. is crossing all that. Sure, right. yeah. But uh, do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. How do you do that? How do you do that and keep the diehard Arrow fan happy? How yeah, you can't like you can't you have to. I think you have to sacrifice something because with Legends you can change time. 
With with Flash, you can change. Why time. would you do that? Why would you do that to your diehard Arrow fans, Jay? That's <laughs> bullshit. They've been sticking around for these storylines, and they're ready. They're ready for their season five to pick up where season four left. Right. And you're saying, no, we got to make an omelet, motherfucker. I'm breaking some eggs, bitches. I, I, I welcome think- to Earth sixty nine, motherfuckers. <laughs> Whose dick am I gonna suck? The the bigger everyone. The bigger story for that universe is who the- am I going down on? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> the the bigger story for that universe yeah. is Flash and Legends. They can expand that whole universe. Arrow can't do it. Even Legends has its own thing going on. It, it and does. they're tra- they're traveling through time. So, they're traveling through time. Like well, is it gonna, so is it going to affect which time they're traveling in? I think they'll it'll be noted on in a single episode of season 2. But they of got Legends. their whole Justice uh Justice Society of America thing going on right now. Is right. This, I I mean what what uh, but I, is that the only way that they can travel through time is through the Justice Society? I don't think that you should have to watch The Flash to enjoy all three other shows. I think that's bullshit. Well, that might be bullshit. I think it's bullshit. No, I, th- I think you're right. They're, they're... I'm not mad at you. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know you're a bigger fan of The Flash than any of the other three shows that I mentioned. Yeah, for sure. Probably you like Flash, then you like Legends, and then... And then down from there, but 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 I'm saying, but it for, is your fault, Jay. But, <laughs> but I'm saying, like for people that are only watching yeah. Arrow, no, I, 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 no, I, I'm not happy. I, with I'm this. saying, if you're no, saying that, you'll see no. I think you'll in Arrow, you'll see no reference to this at all. I think it'll be something that either flashes and is going to be a little bit more isolated, at least from Arrow. I doubt it. I think that you'll have more, if this affects the other shows, you'll have more crossover with Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow than you ever will with Arrow in this next season of Flash because of exactly what they're doing. But I think Arrow will just continue on without any mention of this, without any reference to it, without any repercussions or ramifications to it. I think that... Legends of Tomorrow will pay. Uh, uh, We've got the crossover. Something has to. Yeah, happen. I think they'll. I think they'll pay lip service to it in one episode, and it'll be kind of like an isolated, like a freak of the week kind of deal, where it's like a standalone reset episode where this just happens over here, but it's not part of the larger story that the show that Legends of Tomorrow itself is doing for the next season. I think it might be a good opportunity or an interesting opportunity to try to bring Supergirl into the CW universe now. Uh, so maybe you'll see that, but I think that a lot of this stuff with Flash. Supergirl's be, got her own shit going on. I mean, why the, wouldn't it just be self-contained in Flash? I don't even see why it's an argument as an outsider. Because, I mean, like, because every, no, Jacob. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it's it's Flashpoint paradox, which affects the entire universe, yeah. and that's what everybody's. But saying. a universe from I, one person's from perspective, not anyone else's. I, I think. I think what this did. I don't agree with you, Jay. Okay. I don't agree with you. I don't think it should affect the entire universe. I agree. I think that what happens is what he what he opened up was the fact when he went back and he did this, he pissed off the time race. Right. So now the time race are coming for him. Right. And now and 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 when he was in the Speed Force, they specifically told him not to do this kind of shit. <laughs> and now he did it. And I don't think it's going to affect all the other shows and what they've been building towards for the last four seasons. Mm-hmm. I agree. Four seasons of Arrow are out the window because of Flashpoint Paradox. Four seasons where people have only been watching Arrow, and now you're telling them you got to go back and watch two seasons of The Flash to understand what the fuck's happening in your Arrow universe? <laughs> 
Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. That's you're, not happening. Fuck no, you, it's Greg, definitely not Greg Berlanti, you're a dick. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. I'm out. Fuck you. I'm right, out. Right. And then the same thing with Supergirl. I mean, at the end of that last episode, she opened up a fucking Kryptonian pod. I want to know who's in that Kryptonian escape pod. I don't want to see their whole world affected by what's going on in the Flash yet. I want an answer to that story. Right. No, and I, same thing with Legends Tomorrow. I want to see the Justice Society of America and what's happening with Our Man. I want to see where that goes. I want to see who the new members of that team are. Oh, uh, Our uh, Man got brought into it? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. It, 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 I do need to watch it. So, I, yeah, I want to see what happens in that. I don't want everything to be i don't want them to be like flash is our flagship show and it will control the entire cw universe it won't i mean arrow will continue to always be the flagship show for the cw universe but i think that you'll see how it affects all those different shows or like all those different uh during the crossover no either in the crossover or just in the flash where like he'll with this new timeline Go visit Star City and see what how that changed that, or go visit uh where is Supergirl at? Supergirl, well, she's on a different Earth. We don't even know which one. But maybe with this, it'll bring that into the fold, and he'll be able to just go four towns over in the new timeline, see how that changed that, and I think what changes you'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think the you shows, did, you fixed it. I totally get it. Now. <laughs> no, no, I just think that I think that what it'll do is that I, you need to go back in time and rethink what the fuck you're saying right <laughs> no, now. No, no, I'm not going to come up with anything better than what I'm saying anyway. So don't worry about that. I think you'll just see cur- uh, references or like small hints of how it changed stuff. Why do just Flash fans show care about itself? that? Huh? Why would Flash fans even care about that? Because like, we've seen most of the right, right. Exactly. Why would we care about what's going on in Arrow? Who gives a fuck what's happening in Star and then, City? And then if there's small changes going on in Arrow, are they going to be referencing that Flash episode? And are they going to no. have to give some exposition to that? It's no. Like, I think then it wouldn't make sense for the, anything. I don't understand it. I just think that... I like, don't even think the crossover will deal with that. I feel like it'll be a three to five episode self-contained Flash thing. Why wouldn't it be? That's probably right, actually. I think what I'm saying the only reason if they do Flashpoint, if they do Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, the only way they could explain anything would be in the crossover. But I think this is going to be a story about Barry and the Speed Force and Time Wraiths and Barry not having a relationship with Joe, Barry not having a relationship with Iris, Barry losing his Speed Force powers. I think that's what this season's going to be. And I think that he's going to find out that things aren't what he thought they would be in the future. Maybe his mom and his dad are divorced. Maybe his dad's miserable. Maybe his dad's a drunk. Right. Maybe maybe his mother's miserable. Maybe she's uh, maybe something's horrible. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going to happen. But the as far as people saying flashpoint paradox, it has to have ramifications on the whole universe if that's the case. And I can't see the CW ruining three other shows that people haven't been watching Flash. Why do that? Yeah, they could do both, though. They could call it Flashpoint and still not have it be a fucking show-altering device like that. Then why call it? Uh, yeah, to then, draw then, then why call it? Then draw in viewers. Yeah. I guess. A good, that's a good uh, sweeps or season opener thing. Also, just throwing that out there, it's an also, they could, it could be something they resolve in like four episodes. Yeah. As like a start of a season, and then he... You know, learns that it was a mistake, somehow fixes it, and then we go back to whatever. And right. then, and then the crossover episode with all four of them happens after that resolution. That could also happen. Look, I, don't, I think that would be a big cop out. I mean, if you've done, the, if you've set this up for season three, yeah. stick to your guns, have it be about this. 
But they could also do that, maybe depending on how fan reaction is. I don't know. All right, let's end it on this. What do you want to see for season three? And I'll, I will throw this out there. Uh, Tom, Tom Cavanaugh has been signed on for uh, Flash season three. I was thinking he, him and Jesse Quick might make a jump over because they went with they went with Jay Garrick Flash, and I think he's going to be a part of the Justice Society of America. Yeah. And so yeah. I thought I think we're going to see him on Legends of Tomorrow next season. That'd be interesting. Um, and I think this this Flashpoint. This Flashpoint Paradox thing, it's going to bring Captain Cold back. Yeah. We Citizen know. Cold. So we'll bring, it'll bring him back. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So um, what do you guys want for season three? What do you want? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, basically, I, I think there's going to be minor crossover. I don't think this is going to be a life-changing event for any of, the, any of the other series that are involved with this. Agreed. But I think there's no way in hell they're going to not capitalize on a... On a crossover with is the Flash, like Paradox Junior. I don't understand. Paradox Junior. Yeah, that's what TV is. I mean, I think I think that's what it has to be in order to keep all these shows consistent and the way they yeah. are. Yeah, you have to have almost Paradox Junior. Yeah. Um, I want to see Harrison Wells back as the original Harrison Wells, season one before the before the particle accelerator mm. explosion. Yeah. Um, I want to see Wally obtain his power some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't need to see Zoom again, though. I think Zoom's going to be back. Mm. Um, and I want to see Barry struggle with... You think he's got a time remnant out there? Uh, not necessarily time remnant, but... But with all the shenanigans of the time stream that's been going on, he, a version of him is bound to pop back up somewhere. He's with the race. I mean, let's just put it that way. He yeah, wasn't he's destroyed. also not dead. He so. wasn't destroyed oh, yeah. by the race. He is with the race. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in time jail. <laughs> And I, I wouldn't have a problem with seeing Reverse Flash again in the next seasons. I wouldn't have a problem with them exploring that again. What are the ramifications? I think that's the biggest thing that I want to see. What are the ramifications of what mm-hmm. Barry did in saving his mom? Okay. What he's, do you want to see? You're you saying that see? just gave me an interesting idea. What if what we get as like an overall story arc is that uh, Reverse Flash and Zoom – they somehow get together, team up, and then what we end up getting is Flash teaming up with Barry one, or uh, Wally once he gets his powers, and it's a two-on-two kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. That'd, That'd be, be cool. an interesting thing to do, okay. to see that, and then see how uh, uh, Barry kind of mentors Wally to mature and uh, hone his powers. Yeah. That'd be an interesting thing to do. For season three, uh, season, Flash season three, Earth 69. <laughs> 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 all the way. To be fair, they're really going to be able to do that on the CW. They though? call it, they all season. They've been talking about Dare to Defy. Well, that's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You really <laughs> it's a real subversion. Of I want to know what's happening in Star City in the pilot. <laughs> fantastic, hundred sixty nine. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the the preacher pilot episode uh, uh, titled Pilot. Oh, it was very original. <laughs> Something got loose. We don't know how. It ended up here. We're not sure why. This is why I've come home. To save you. All right. Hey, we are back. It is time for us to talk about the uh, Preacher pilot. Um, Preacher was developed by Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and Sam Catlin for AMC. Uh, Jake, it is an adaptation yeah. of the 
comic book series. Yes. That is confirmed, right? Created <laughs> by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. Yes. Uh, and it was published by DC Comics Vertigo. Uh, the show stars Dominic Cooper as Jesse Custer, Joseph Gilgan as Cassidy, Ruth Nega as Tulip O'Hare, Lucy Griffiths as Emily, W. Earl Brown as Hugo Root, Tom Brooke as Fior, Derek Wilson as Donnie Shank, uh, Anatol Youssef as DeBlanc, Ian Coletti as Arseface, and not featured in this episode was Jackie Earl Haley, who will be Odin Quincannon. Oh, yeah. really? I read he's in nine of ten episodes, though, so he's like in every episode but this he's one. He's in six episodes. Six episodes? Six okay. episodes. So it's uh, a ten-episode uh, series? It is a ten-episode series. Okay. All right. What is Preacher about? Preacher tells the story of Jesse Custer, a preacher in small-town Texas of Anvil. Custer is accidentally possessed by the supernatural creature named Genesis in an incident which killed his entire congregation and flattened his church. Genesis, the product of the unauthorized, unnatural coupling of an angel and a demon, is an infant with no sense of individual will. However, as it is composed of both pure goodness and evil, it might have enough power to rival that of God himself. In other words, Jesse Custer, bonded to Genesis, may have become the most powerful being in the universe. I did not get that it was an adaptation of the comic book in that sense. I felt like this thing came from outer space. Like, this could be, like, an alien. Yeah, I was super confused while you were reading that. I was like, this sounds like you're describing what the comic's about. Right, right. <laughs> and and we I'm, didn't get any of that in I'm the episode. Tr- I'm trying to remember where I pulled that synopsis from, yeah. if it was from Wikipedia. Okay. But I, I believe it was from the TV Wikipedia. But I'm thinking that... You know, I felt like this was something that came from outer space. We saw it, like, blast through one of Saturn's rings. Yes. Yeah, that was a weird opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super weird. Because I, I, I haven't read the graphic novel. I have no idea what it was about. I've only heard of the name of it before, and I watched the pilot. So, yeah, this is all out of nowhere for me. But, you know, once you realize, okay, he's a preacher, clearly we're dealing with some sort of you know, uh, Christian mythos stuff going on, but I, yeah. I, but yeah, the the cold open to space. it didn't feel supernatural. It felt otherworldly. Otherworldly. Yeah, the I cold agree. open of been flying of it, whatever it is, flying through the cosmos and yeah, busting through Saturn's ring and stuff was yeah, that was really jarring because mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect. Then <laughs> are we going? Let's rate it. Let's rate the episode. Then we'll jump into the review. Sure, um, Jake. Since we haven't heard from you, yes, <laughs> Jay, you haven't watched it. No, no. All right, so you'll be the silent one yes, in this one this time. Har har. <laughs> yeah. I um, it was pretty good. I give it a I give it a solid taste. It um, I didn't hate it. I didn't. I wasn't like doing cartwheels for it, but it was enough to hold my interest to want to come and watch another episode. Um, I kind of real shitty momentum by playing the first episode and then making us wait two weeks for episode two. Though. I was going to talk about really, that. Two weeks. Yeah, it's yeah they're they're not having it next week. Wow. Um, and it opened to modest, I guess modest ratings as far as like viewers. I mean, two million was yeah. that what it was? I think you're right. And they're going to replay the pilot on Sunday again instead yeah. of showing us a new episode. Uh, and are they going to do Talking Preacher? I don't know. Week? I don't know. Uh, Preaching Preacher. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's Talking Preacher, and they're going to have uh, Seth Rogen, Sam Catlin, Evan Goldberg, and then Dominic Cooper. Oh, you're not making a joke. This is the jet, huh? Talking Preacher? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. a real thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought I yeah, was making a joke, too. With, <laughs> no, it's with Chris Hardwick hosting, so this <laughs> well, is a real course, thing. But. If they have talk, Fear of the Walking Dead, a talking Fear of the Walking Dead, they're going to have a talking preacher. Wow. That's cool. Are they going to have Garth Ennis on there, hopefully? I'm sure he's going to be one of the guest 
in At the future, point. just he'll be like this. You know, he's like their Robert Kirkman for this. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, you gave it a solid taste. It, yeah, not a low, not a high. Yeah, right, right, smack dab in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of echo you and give it a taste. It as well. Uh, close to a high taste it, but I did have some problems with it, and we'll go over those problems as we get into the episode. But Agreed. I'm with you. It, it, it's enough to keep me watching. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep watching this series. It's 10 episodes, and it's enough to keep me watching. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, um, small commitment. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, I'm going to go a little bit more and give it a high taste it, because... Uh, I assume both of you have read the actual graphic novel and stuff. I've only read the first trade. Okay. Well, I've read like three. Okay. I mean, because I came in with no preconceptions, no idea of what I was getting out of it. And so I I came in with no idea what I was going to get out of it. So it was really interesting. It was it, it definitely captured my uh, attention for it. Um, specifically, Tulip and Cassidy actually really were like the highlight points for me, but we'll get more into that as we go along. Yeah, let's... You know what? Uh, we'll get into that. Can uh, we talk about that opening again real quick? Yeah, go for it. I, I watched this on iTunes because they, they offered it free, and I figured, fuck, I'll get it on iTunes. I won't have to fast-forward through commercials. Yeah. And uh, I seriously thought I was watching a commercial for something at the beginning. With the with it flying around in the outer space? Yeah. Me too. It was so jarring. It and was the, weird. And the graphics for it really looked like video. Commercially? Yeah. yeah, I did, yeah. I did not think I was watching an AMC television show. Yeah, I and didn't, then when it I like didn't skipped to like it be in the show, I'm like, oh fuck, this is when the it, show. When it passed by, like not Saturn, but whatever planet they show, and then they kind of like held Saturn. The planet. I thought it will. After there was another one that kind of passed by, I thought it was going to turn around and it was going to do the like the MST3K. Oh, that was uh, Earth, that was Earth 69. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, very, that opening was very jarring. It was, it was, it was odd. It was very odd. I do love, uh, they took, they took note of the, uh, Russo brothers title cards from, uh, from yeah, Captain America. Really Civil. big, real big. They were huge. I mean, the font Texas! <laughs> you are in Texas! Now you are in Kansas! Now you're 30,000 feet above. Wherever. My friend Dan refers to that as the Vampire Weekend font if you've ever seen any of their videos. <laughs> so we get we get we get introduced to uh Jesse Custer uh and uh he is a pastor of this church. Um you can tell he would rather be anywhere else but there, but it's almost like he's basically feels like he has a debt to pay. Yes. And it felt he, like that right off the bat. Yeah. I love the sign that you see at the beginning. It's supposed to say, open your hearts and, <laughs> and your soul to Jesus, but instead it says, open your ass and your holes to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sign keeps changing throughout the, throughout the episode. It does. Even at the end, they show it saying something different. I forgot oh, what it like, says. come to Jesus with C-U-M. Come yeah, to Jesus. Yeah. Or something crazy. And I like, like that, that early on, he mentions like, whoever's vandalizing mm-hmm. the sign, please stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they show him fixing it at one point too. Yeah. That's right at the beginning. Yeah. The ass and holes. But. They, we get introduced to um, uh, the character of Ted Ryerson, uh, played by Brian Husky. If you're a big fan of uh, Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. you'll recognize Brian Husky. He's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a really funny character, actor, in a lot of comedies. Um, and he's always complaining to uh pastor jesse he's Peter the ned jesse. flanders oh about his mom about his mother yeah <laughs> yeah because I, I didn't know who you were talking about until that point so yeah is there a crossover with this character in groundhog's day yeah I don't know. It's a good... <laughs> ned ryerson ned ryerson yeah. Yeah. his name's ted ryerson yeah 
And then in Groundhog's Day, there's Ned Ryerson. That's funny. Is that is the that... guy who kept doing the watch his step part? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucked up. That yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they did have a very, though, like, you know, it's his, uh, it's his Earth 69 doppelganger. <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy, Ned Flanders relationship going on between yeah, the creature and this character. <laughs> he needed Marge to listen lady to, yeah. <laughs> to get in the middle there. <laughs> and then we, uh, then they, the little boy comes up and he, uh, uh, the little boy comes up and says, uh, starts complaining about his father. His mm-hmm. father always beats his mother, and his father's name's Donnie, and he's like the Civil War reenactor guy, and he's kind of a, you know, he's kind of a douchebag. I mean, all a, those Civil War reenactor guys kind of fucking douchebags. Exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so this kid's complaining, you know, my 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 dad beats my mom, and uh, blah 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 blah, and he's like, I heard that uh, you back in the day were like kind of an ass kicker. And uh, could you beat my dad's ass? Yeah, I like how he's like, I want you to hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting scene. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. The revelation later with that was kind of fucked up, too. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> so then um, he's, uh, what is it? They, like the, the team, did they get like a new mascot? Like there's a new local like football team or something? Yeah, it's shit? the whole like PC movement because yeah. the previous one was an offensive uh, Native American stereotype. And then they got like a, what is it, like a beaver now or some uh, shit? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And all the racist town mates were pretty upset about that. Yeah. So oh, they beat the shit out of that poor guy. Yeah. Well, he got punched in the face by a woman. Yeah. <laughs> they that showed was that before he was in costume. They went all even. like Watchmen slow motion with that shit. Yeah, they did. They did. Didn't they? That they was did. like Zack Snyder like stepped in and did some directorial work there. Did a couple great, great cinematography right there. And so, it's so, a uh, yeah. So, but then the sheriff like pops up out of nowhere. He's like fucking uh, like uh, what's his name from Mr. Deeds? Fucking. Remember that guy? Oh, uh, the John Tatura. John Tatura dude just popped up out of nowhere. Sheriff's just like right in fucking Preacher Jesse's face. Yeah, he's thoughts. getting ready to drink right before driving, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he did get a little bit down. Yeah, I think yeah. he did maybe get like a shot. Yeah. A shot down and everything. That's a great actor. He was a, he was uh, in Deadwood, the sheriff. Oh, the sheriff. Oh, he yeah. was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I need to see Deadwood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we didn't mention Dominic Cooper plays uh, young Howard Stark yeah. in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's why I remember him from. Um, But anyway, like, okay, so, like, he's, the sheriff's talking to him, blah, 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 about, you know, uh, visiting his son. My son wants to see, uh, we find out later, his son's our space. Yeah. But anyway, so (laughs) then Jesse is like, well, you really need to talk to, uh, you know, Donnie, his son came up to me and said, like, you know, you know, he's beating her. Yeah, and uh, you really—he's like, I won't, I won't talk to her unless there's a formal complaint. And he says it again, and he yeah. just reiterates the formal complaint. Exactly, thing. exactly. Um, I like Cooper's comment about, but like, well, yeah, I guess you know, you don't want to offend your key demographic there for re-election. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, was, that funny. was funny. Uh, well, then we're introduced to Cassidy, the Irish vampire, um, and I have. Um, He's on that jet. He's like a private jet. And yeah. We, we're, he's with who we believe are like a bunch of rich guys that are traveling. And they're to, like doing a bunch of drugs and just having a good old time. And they're time. on their way to Las Vegas. Yeah. And they were missing some strippers in that plane, though. It was a sausage fest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, all of a sudden, I, I don't know, man. Uh, we find out that everybody on that plane, he goes to the the, the bathroom. Yes. And notices as he's, you know, using like the air freshener that there's a holy Bible in there. He starts flipping through it. It's got like a lot of 
like weird vandalized yeah yeah kind of like they've been writing down like you know a bunch of weird it was a whole shit. page was just yes 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 yeah it was very it was, strange it was weird and none of this has really any bearing from the comic because like and, pretty much 90 percent of this takes place before issue one yeah and like for me again this, I had ne- no, this scene never happens in the comic yeah that's most 90 yeah. percent of this does it yeah. yeah and like i had no idea what i was getting into so i like i with this scene, I had no idea what was going on, and then, you know, he's looking at the Bible, and it's all, you know, vandalized, whatever, and he, you know, clearly takes some form of offense to it. I was surprised, like, from the comic, like, how many characters we were in- introduced to. Yeah, our space right away in the first episode. We were introduced to him. I mean... That was weird. We're basically in the town the entire time. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the comic, you're pretty much, like, on a road trip. Yeah, yeah, that was very weird, too. They have to take... Uh, we'll Are you about, following guess- Jesse in the comic? Yes. Yeah, okay. but like, like in the first, like, I mean, you only get introduced to like three, four characters, maybe. Like here, we felt like I was intro- We were introduced to like ten to fifteen characters, like right off the bat. You kind of remember it reminded me of like the uh, pilot episode of Heroes, where you just get like a little splice of like all these people in their own situation. But it's in th- in this, it you know intersects more. But like in Heroes, you're clearly like it's going to intersect. It's one of the problems I have with this though is like I know I get I understand it's an hour and a half, but they're throwing a lot at me. Yeah, yeah it a was lot a of, lot. It was a, a roller coaster. <laughs> a lot of characters. Um, I didn't. I love the introduction of Cassidy. I love this scene. We find out that the guys that are on the plane are vampire hunters. Yes, and out of nowhere, so we're, that's why they're vampire hunters. And it's like okay, all of a sudden, it's like. These guys are pulling out spears. One guy's got a fucking crossbow. That, yeah. that shit was confusing as hell to me because he just comes out and, yeah, I'm like, okay, so clearly he has a problem with something. Maybe he's like a demon or maybe a vampire. And then, like, guy pulls out an axe, guy's got a crossbow, guy's got a spear. And I'm like, what is going on here? I loved it. Yeah, it was a great scene. But it was cool. I enjoyed it, but I was so confused. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he jumps right out of the plane with the umbrella. I thought he was going to pull some Mary Poppins shit or something. I thought that's where they were going, too. <laughs> oh, I loved it before that, where he's, uh, the what was it, the, one of the, like, the co-pilot he says, uh, go to hell, abomination, and he pours the holy water <laughs> on top of his head, and nothing happens to him. Yeah, yeah and, he, he, and he just looks annoyed, like... No, he looks at him, he says, that. when will you idiots learn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as he's pouring it on, he's got this look like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, then he jumps out of the plane with the... With the umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Wacky well, we didn't see him, like, float away. I knew, like, the next time we see it, saw him, what it was going to be, which is what it was. It was, was real, hilarious. It was, the tone was so different when you jumped to the style. I liked the scene a lot, too, but it was a real that was the radical thing. Again, tone I had shift. no idea what this was going to be about, so it was yeah, crazy. It, it went from, it went from, uh, what we, I, I guess it went from, it went from a scene out of, like, Goodfellas or Casino into, yeah, like, no, it went to Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, that it yeah. went from Goodfellas to Kingsman. Exactly, great comparison. Um, I also had a huge problem with uh, the accent of Cassidy. Yeah, could not understand a lot of. He had a very thick Irish accent in this. I watched it on sub, with subtitles on iTunes. So did I. See, I watched it on uh, the uh, AMC app. If you don't watch it with subtitles, yeah. I had a huge problem understanding what he was saying half the time. I could see that. It's one of those you'll understand what he's saying without it if you've watched Snatch today. Mm, kind yeah. of situation. I didn't like Snatch. I hate Snatch too. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. I hate most Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is my absolute favorite. I actually think that is better than Snatch. Oh, yeah, I agree I with love that. Snatch too, but I like Lock, Stock yeah. a bit better. Yeah. It's the only movie I like Jason Statham in, to be quite honest. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. For sure. 
Fair. Um, let's see here. Now there's a time jump back to Kansas, and we're introduced to Tulip, and she is in a car and battling some dude inside of a car, and then the battle, uh, as they're fighting in the car, it goes into the cornfield. Awesome overhead shot. Agreed. Loved that shot. Oh, just uh, serpentine going through it. Love the You're So Vain music choice, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I got to say, right off the bat, like, she won me over. She's awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's She's her name? Fantastic. Ruth Nega? Yeah. She's, like, the best part of the show so far. Yeah, like, that was what I was going to say. I said she's definitely my favorite character straight off the bat. Can I throw this out there? My favorite, actually, the only episode of um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that I loved was from the first season. Oh, right. She's the woman in the flower dress. That's she, where I knew her from. Yes. She's she's one of the best parts of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was. She was Until so good. Until she got the Terrigen Mist. Yeah. Yeah. I actually liked her in that. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm glad to see her move on to bigger and better things. Definitely. Uh, she then bites the fucking ear off that dude, <laughs> which has a funny payoff later. Yes. Yeah, it did. Um, and then she... Uh, Kicks that dude's ass and then crashes the car. Does she crash the car? Or no, she, she spins it out. She spins and it and out. And then it uh, idles and dies on her. Yes. And then so now she's at the farm and we're introduced to the kids. <laughs> the kids. And the little kids are great. I love these oh, little they were kids. Great. I love when she stabbed the guy in the mouth with the ear of corn when yes. she comes out of the car. Yes. That was actually my favorite moment of the whole scene. Impre- I was really impressed. I'm like, I didn't know that could be done. Yeah, she shoved that <laughs> motherfucking right. ear of corn right in his mouth. Yeah, and that's she, right. Oh, it was... It was and that's right when you pan over to see the kids Brian's talking about watching just in yeah, and, awe. The, and the little boy is like that was awesome yeah. <laughs> that's it he said that later he said that I was think awesome. he says it a couple times he might have I, I think he says it both times oh yeah. does he yeah well the little girl goes my mom's she's like you know like yeah she just reprimands her goes, right off the bat well she goes my mom's dead my dad's at work I'm 10 but I'm in charge <laughs> yeah and that was wrong <laughs> what you did yeah <laughs> Um, I like how immediately uh, Tulip's also like, he was a very bad person. <laughs> now, basically, she's already thinking ahead. She knows that people are after her, and she takes a look around the farm, and she sees cans. She sees moonshine. She sees uh, all these different things, screws. And she goes, And she says, Say. kids, it's arts and crafts time. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they construct a bazooka. I thought they were gonna, she was making, like, pipe bombs or something like that no, but she, they were just like and that's how you make a bazooka i was like yep. really she made a bazooka out of tin cans i wonder shine, if that would work some real anarchist cookbook shit get Mythbusters on it uh then she says who wants to play hide and seek uh she puts the kid in uh, kids in an underground storage shed and she Wine tells seller. them just like a tornado don't come out until the noises stop good advice uh, you hear helicopters, gunfire, and explosions, and the kids come up and you and, and they see the aftermath. Um, <laughs> you see a downed helicopter. You see a bunch of dead guys with fucking screws in their heads. Yeah. Oh my god! That, the, the pilot with like all the glass shards that yeah. stick out of his head. I, I, you know, was taking a bath. This is why oh they named god. the episode "Pilot." <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> yeah, and then the pilot who got fucked up in uh, Cassidy. Oh yeah, in the yeah. airplane too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then um uh, J- uh Jason Lee's son was in it, pilot. 
Oh, really? No, I'm fucking uh-huh. with you. <laughs> I did not know that. Jason Lee named his son. Well, I knew Tyler. that. I didn't yeah. know. I was like, really? was in the episode? No. No, it's a really bad joke that nobody got, <laughs> except for you. <laughs> well, you. I got it, but I fell for you it. T- you took it literally yeah. first. You always fall for those. <laughs> I that do. Really? I do. It gets me every time. Because <laughs> sometimes it really is like a, like a, a used, a, like Could a big been. fact that I like, yeah. didn't know. No, about. the little boy in this episode, that was Jason Lee's son. <laughs> All right. Too late now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then see like the 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 that's where the kid comes out and he says awesome yeah that's when I remember like, yeah that's when both of them do because yeah. the little girl the first time she's reprimanding and then the second time she's like that's badass <laughs> we see a huge crater in the cornfield and we find out that it's actually Cassidy from when he landed yeah and there's a cow there we see his guts like Dude, he's strung got, like, out all over the place yeah it's like half of him is gone three times as much guts as a person probably would have but yeah it's it's a great visual gag. Uh, he then eats the cow, and that's how he regains his strength. <laughs> Poor cow. Because uh, he's just like, come on, just a little closer. Come on. Uh, move on over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lame. Um, yeah. You killed Jay with that. I guess so. <laughs> um, Jay's Jess- like, I had Tupperware this pile, based on what you <laughs> yeah, said. Based awesome. on that joke. I Tupperware this cow joke. <laughs> Jesse then uh, talks to the uh, the abused mother yes. about uh, the whole situation oh, going on man. at home. <laughs> um, you know, the, the kid complained to her earlier about, you know, I want you to hurt my dad. And so now he's talking about the, talking to the mother about it, and he brings it up. He's like, you know. You Doing know, the right thing. How does Donnie treat you? And... Uh, that, you know, and she basically says, "Yeah, he hurts me," and then she goes all Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, yeah, it's like he punches me, he beats me. She's a masochist. She yeah. likes it. She yeah. admits that she likes it, man. So it's kind of fucked up. It's like I, that was a swerve I wasn't expecting. Me too. Me too. I was I surprised was by it too. Yeah, like I, I don't know, man. It's like from like what the kid was saying. Does they, so the kid has no idea that his mom gets off on being a masochist. I would hope. Yeah, they shouldn't be doing that in front of the kid. Jesus. <laughs> it's well, it's spilling over into the kid's life. Yeah. Right? Sometimes the foreplay, you know, it starts in the kitchen, then moves on to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, why didn't the kid? It sounds like this guy beats his kid too. It did sound that way. So why didn't the kid just come up and say like, you know, my dad beats me? Well, he did specifically say that he doesn't hit me. Towards well, did he say that? Yeah, right at the, when he's talking to uh, Jesse at the beginning, because mm, Jesse, Jesse saw uh, him kind of forcefully uh, grabbing his wife's uh, arm. He's like, so and he's like, okay, so clearly he beats his wife, and he's like, does he ever? He's like, no, he doesn't hurt me, but he hurts mom. Because hmm. hmm. like later on, he, he, you know, Donnie actually says something about like, I'm gonna hurt whoever told you this later. Yeah. And he's talking about his son. Oh, he does say that. He does yeah, say he that. Yeah, he does say that later, but I don't think he has yet. Huh. Yeah. I think he's he like, I got an appointment point. to beat someone else's ass too yeah. or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I know who squealed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we find out that she she's into this shit, which, yeah, that was a huge swerve for me. I didn't see it either. No. Yeah, Jesse should have stayed out of his fucking business. Well, it's <laughs> I mean, up to that point, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, he's trying to do the right thing there. But, yeah, once you're like, oh, she's into that. He's the, he's the pastor. And, I mean, she's part of his congregation. And he's yeah, trying exactly. to do the right thing, you yeah. know? It's like if if that. That's I mean, your, if he wasn't the badass he was when Donnie confronts him later on, he'd be like, "Look, I didn't know that that was a thing for you guys." Well, just as any pastor, that's your job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's any what any pillar of a social of a community. That's your job, right? So, um, I'm like your shitty sheriff. 
Jesse then uh, it goes over to uh, Tulip's uncle Walter, and so that is her, her uncle. Uh huh. Okay, I didn't know what the connection there was. And she's taking a shower there, and he doesn't realize that Tulip's back, and he walks right the fuck back out. Yeah. yeah once she once he sees the gun. <laughs> um. Let's see here. What happens? Uh, let's see here. What happens next? I think is this where he goes and visits Arseface next? Yeah. I think so. Uh, no, actually, it's uh, they actually have a scene of uh, them in the car together. Oh, the ear scene. Yes. Uh, oh, so yeah. Jesse's actually in the car with Tulip, and he picks up a ear <laughs> that she bit off, and he says, "Is this someone's ear?" And she says that it was some shawarma that was left over from her lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs it, throws it out the window real throws quick. Out the window. <laughs> that next, now we get the visit. To- That's not a taste that left over. We get the visit. Uh, Jesse uh, is going to see Sheriff Root. I, real quick, though, I did like the conversation between Tulip and Jesse. Yeah, uh, I liked I liked the interplay between those two and the back and forth, especially when he walks away and she's like, "You can't change who you are." Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of the most tropey scenes. Honestly, it's tropey, but I thought that the two of them and the the way they played off each other it made it work. Yeah, it is tropey though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like oh, I, here's the job to end all jobs. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not doing this thing anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. very much that we have, <laughs> we have a history that you're going to find out more about later, but we're just going to talk about it in code yeah. for you, the audience, to remain ambiguous. Yeah, we get introduced to Ars face. Uh, I... <laughs> that took me completely out of left field. Again, no idea what I was walking mm-hmm. into, and I definitely did not expect. That. You were like, oh my god, if this was Earth 69, he'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, this poor guy. I mean, he'd be in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> so you were, you had your pop culture blinders on when he came to our space? I did. Oh, I know a lot of people that haven't even read a single issue well, that no, still know I, who this I, character is. I, I had no idea. I've only heard of the series by name, nothing about it, what it's about or anything. But yeah, I, this, this was blindsiding me out of complete nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, I knew what was coming when he was making that shake in the blender. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> See, when he was making the shake, I'm like, raw meat? What? <laughs> raw meat, eggs, and fucking like hot sauce and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rest of it, I was like, okay, a weird guy with weird taste. The raw meat, I'm like, what? I'm going to suck this up with my anus mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing to come out of this show is that I'm getting an arse face Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> of, oh, course. of course of <laughs> course it's true <laughs> um basically the preacher he's basically saying what was it the whole conversation was like god doesn't hold a grudge yeah it was like the whole conversation yeah because our space feels like he's being punished excommunicated from god or yeah something. said he used to hear god yeah. when he prayed and ever since yeah because he was asking why happened. he haven't been to church for a while wasn't that what mm-hmm. he was asking him about yeah um, so they have their little conversation, and we get to see a man with a talking anus for a face. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty impressed with special effects. I thought it was practical, yeah. honestly. I it, thought... it was definitely a practical effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was still impressive. And practical yeah. effects are One still special effects. One of the things that I, my immediate thought was like, huh, it's off-centered. Yeah, but when you say, when I say practical... And I say, spe- I'm saying practical so that people understand that yeah, yeah. it wasn't CGI. No, not at all. It, no, looked, it, it was, looked really good. No, it was literally some guy with an ass for a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They found the one guy. <laughs> they found the one guy that has an anus mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, no the, effects at all is what yeah, you're saying. I, I thought the prosthetics were pretty well done. Yeah. 
Me and Brian are both wrong. It's the real deal. It's yeah. the real thing. <laughs> Little known fact. Oh, God, when that guy fucking sneezes. Jesus. Uh-huh. It's horrible. Like There's a lot of painting done in that home. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> that guy eating baby carrots out of his crotch. <laughs> Weird. Cool. <laughs> um, it's weird that you thought of that. I don't know. Not that weird. <laughs> Not weird. Welcome to PCL. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Then they're they're at a bar, and uh, Jesse is in the bar. Uh, Cassidy is also in this bar. Yeah. And uh, Donnie walks in. The abusive husband, Mister. Uh, Straight his, out of a Civil War reenactment. Mr. With his Gray. Civil War buddies, <laughs> the South shall rise again. Yeah. yeah. The, so they come in and... Uh, came in something they weren't expecting. And uh, this is... Uh, Donnie calls him out and says, why have you been talking to my fucking wife about yeah. this shit? And then punches him in the face and shit. <laughs> and then uh, I think, honestly, I think Jesse's just going to let it go. Like, okay, you got your punches in. Whatever. It's not until he says that he's going to beat the shit out of his son later. Yeah, he would have let it go. He would have let it go. Yeah, I agree. But he says, I'm going to fucking, I know who the squealer was, blah, 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 and I'm going to beat the shit out of my son later tonight. I got an appointment with him or whatever. And he's like, don't touch him. I like that. The don't touch him. Then the long turnaround, it's like, what did you say? Don't touch him. And so now a fucking real fight ensues. (laughs) And I thought this was awesome. I thought so too. Pretty brutal. I liked the dialogue right before the fight about he was going to be making the the squealy noise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why shouldn't I? Because you'll hear a noise. Yeah, the sound of like a bunny in a bear trap or something something like that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was like fun. It's like how how are we going to get to him making this noise? Right, and it was even more brutal than I thought it was going to be. Oh man, it was vicious. When he got to like the big guy, I thought it was really smart. Like he knew like this big guy was stronger than him. He just got him in the throat. He punched him in the throat. Yeah, Yeah. just crushed the fucking windpipe. You know what I mean? The end. Dude goes down fast. Yeah, and then you've got one guy coming up behind him. And Cassidy kicks the chair and yeah. knocks that guy out <laughs> under his legs. I Pretty thought that good. was cool. Yeah, because he was cool. talking with Cassidy just beforehand about um, what was he talking to Cassidy about? Because Cassidy walks up to him at the bar because he's like, "What town? Where the hell am I? What town is yeah. this?" Oh yeah, they're just kind of having a little bit of a random talk about how fucked up Cassidy must be. Yeah, and talking mm-hmm. something about God and religion or something or another. Yeah, and then. Uh, then he actually breaks that dude's arm and he Yeah, the, the sheriff he, shows up first, he's like, that's enough. He's like, I'm almost done. <laughs> and then he breaks his arm and gives him, and then we hear the that sound noise, of that squeal. That, that so. squeal. Because <laughs> um, you see just the whole uh, forearm bone sticking out from where the elbow should be. And it's like, <sighs> Now Cassidy and Jesse are in jail. Yes. And Cassidy... I have a hard time understanding. I had to rewind this like three or four times to understand what the fuck he was saying. It's, it's a pretty thick accent. Cassidy, Cassidy says like, what kind of preacher are you? And he, he says, like, I'm a, people up. He says, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lousy preacher. And he's like, no, lousy preachers are the kind that, um, Something about like fondle like young children in there. Something about choir boys assholes around your finger like a ring. No, or their something? hair. Their hair. Okay. You, you have you 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 you're, you. Something about having like their hair wrapped around your finger mm-hmm. like a wedding ring. Yeah, it was something. Like it was that. so hard to understand though. It was a really good line, but it, just it had sounded to... disgusting. <laughs> but it was it, it was it was a funny line. I just I had to like rewind it like three or four times to understand through that thick accent what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could see that. Um, let's see here. It'll be interesting when I watch the second episode off of the DVR, seeing if I can understand Cassidy or not. <laughs> I think with this being the pilot episode, I think they'll clean that accent up a little bit. Yeah. It was really hard to understand. Um, so yeah, now they're in jail. Um, uh, what's her name? Get- Post Jesse's bail. Yeah, she was my least favorite character in the whole thing. What's her name? Oh, I don't even remember. The person that plays the organ at the church. Yeah. That okay. He helps out with the church. And, right. Uh, Sidekick character who will have a subplot later. Hopefully not. Um, I'm sure she will. Hopefully they get the fuck out of Texas in, in two or three episodes and this becomes the road show. Instead yeah, I, have of the no idea I think that's where they have though. to go in the next episode. I w- I'm scared that the whole season's Texas. No, no. I think they, it's they not have gonna be to be a Walking Dead season two. I, I agree fun. that, like, I feel like they, that, that's what they have to do. They but have I don't to know. do it in the second episode. Something about the whole, like, like the commercial for the next episode and just everything just makes me feel like they're just really gonna draw. It's gonna be like the equivalent of the Walking Dead and the farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. Season two on the Herschel farm. I don't think it's gonna be that. Uh, let's see here. Um, what happens here? Uh, we know that he gets hit with the. We didn't even talk about. God damn it! We went all through all of this. We we didn't talk about the supernatural event that's the fucking South ma- Africa that's making like, pe- pre- uh, like pastors explode. Oh yeah, including Tom Cruise on the news. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise on the news. <laughs> that blows was pretty up. funny. Then he goes into the Church of Scientology. There's like some mist or some vapor that's going into churches and mm-hmm. going into these like it's people's just bodies like the, and blowing like the them up. Yeah, Guys, we're talking over each other. Sorry. We need to knock that off. Yeah, yeah you're doing it a lot, Daniel. Sorry, <laughs> I know I'm the worst. We'll let you talk. You don't have to. You don't have to cut us. You off. don't have to cut us off, but you are talking over people. <laughs> yeah, I've got to let you know. I'm terrible. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> I'm just doing my best, best Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> it's about right. Yeah, just some vapor that's going into these preachers' bodies and like blowing them up right in front of their segregation. The primatine mist, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These people are being attacked by primatine mist. Jesus. <laughs> it's basically, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> you can talk, Daniel. It's just <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We scared him. I, I think no, I didn't scare him. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. Get the joke. Primatine, primatine mist is a product that you can buy on the shelves. Oh, okay. it's, like a, it's like a generic inhaler. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we skipped it because it really made no fucking sense to us. Probably. Yeah, it was something that I was confused about early on because it's the first thing uh, after the weird in space shot. It doesn't. It, the first thing we see is uh, in Africa. Yeah, and the preacher. Then yeah, something hits him, and then he's like, "I'm the prophet," and then it just explodes. And I was like, "What?" He says uh, something like, "You know, keep quiet," and I, I am the chosen one. And yeah, then, and then he fucking explodes. Yeah, yeah. all devil voices out with "Be quiet," and then he's like. I'm a prophet. I'm the prophet. And it explodes. Yeah. Pretty gross. People run out, run out of the church covered in blood. Understandably. Yeah. He was a gusher. It was a big explosion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was all over the place. <laughs> Jay was like, well, what am I supposed to fuck now? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing left. <laughs> First concern. Scoop some, uh, pools up and try to figure out what to do. God, with it. God forbid our space dies. Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking that that might be the meat our space had in his shape. <laughs> about the same consistency. Um, let's see here. Uh, like, this is about where I, cause I missed the last like 10 minutes or so of the episode. Cause the last thing I saw was when, um, after he was bailed up by what's her face. 
and then he's sit, sitting in the church and he's, you know, saying, God, you know, I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up unless you give me an answer right now. And then nothing happens. I thought so. And last thing I saw was, you know, then the whatever invisible mm-hmm. thing. Primatine mist. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't you watch the rest of the episode? Because <laughs> I was at a friend's house. And no, he was like, down here. And he's like, yeah, I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sh- shouldn't this be a toss it? No, he couldn't even get through the episode. No, he he had to go take that's his a car good, in, and then I was That's a good place here. to stop. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was once he it, it hit him, and then he f- like flew into the fucking uh, pulpit. He then hit Daniel, commercial. And Daniel saw that happen. He's like, "All right, I get this. Show. <laughs> I get it. That's I'm where out. we're that's where yeah. we're going. All right, I'm done. But it is still that's... a high taste. It <laughs> I taste it. Dude, I, 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 I need to see the last ten minutes. I know I'm. I, I don't want to taint. I don't want the show to taint these last ten minutes. No, I, exactly. I'm good to go right here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a bigger cliffhanger for me. No, you know what? Especially because I have no idea what's going did, on. Not only does he, does he cut us off, but he's cutting off the show. <laughs> <laughs> the cut off king. <laughs> King cut off. He's wearing a cut off shirt. That's so bizarre. I can see his belly button and everything. <laughs> Some deep deep V neck polo. <laughs> I thought that was weird when he came in here with a cut off. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. I'm, I'm just surprised he didn't mention it earlier. So I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, I know. I was like, who the fuck was jazzercising this morning? <laughs> <laughs> you know, put on some uh, old uh, Ricky, uh, you know. Yeah, that. that. <laughs> Ricky yeah. Snaps. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, Ricky Snaps. snaps. <laughs> well, you don't know about Ricky Snaps? Come on now. <laughs> Ricky least, Simmons. At least Ricky Snaps lets me get a fucking thought out. <laughs> <laughs> He's always snapping over what you're saying. It's really distracting. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, man. So then um, Jesse's at the pulpit, and he's kind of struggling, you know, if he's going to leave the church or if he's going to stay. Yeah, he tells the girl that bailed him out that he's done, basically. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm out. out. Of here. Thanks for bailing me out. I'm gone, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And worship, then, our, worship yourself. And then uh, he says that he says, uh, this is why I've come home, to save you. And uh, so he's going to stay now. Yeah. And uh, then, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Dude, the, before, the, before the sermon, fucking, uh, was it, Ted Ryerson comes up to him and says, starts talking, pitching about his mom again. Like yeah. How, and, and, he said, and then he says, you need to open up your heart. You need to just be honest and open up your heart to her. Yes. Yeah, tell her the truth, open your heart. And what happens? He gets, he like makes a beeline, walks away, and he takes it like a plane, a flight there. And the whole time he's, he's just repeating, mumbling and saying, tell her the truth, open your heart, tell her the truth, open your heart. And he's saying this the whole way there. He gets down, sits down with his mom, and then proceeds to stab himself. Yeah. First he tells, like, first he, yeah. like, you know, lets it all off his chest about yes. what he doesn't like about his mom calling yeah. him all the time. Yeah. And then he does like what you're talking about. He stabs himself and actually opens his heart, rips his heart out, presents it to her, and then dies. Really? So, so this power that, 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 that Jesse has, the word. Yes. Every people, I mean, people, people obey it. Mm-hmm. The word Liter- of God. Literally, mm-hmm. literally obey it. And uh, I thought it was a 
pretty powerful way to end the episode. Is that how it ends? Was um, that the last scene? It's one of the last scenes. Um, yeah, we have we have his congregation. I guess that's the congregation is kind of intercut with what's going. It's on. It's intercut. I thought it ended with him ripping the heart out. I think you're right. The, but I mean, because like he's he's going there, and then they show the congregation, and then they go back to him like presenting the heart. It's not like. Where do you go from there? I think like that was like the big moment. That's yes. where they ended it on. That's fucked up. When did the flash? <laughs> did did you see the flashback with his dad? Uh, that was near the very end. They showed very brief no, thing. They showed it two or three times throughout the. Yeah, episode. I saw it yeah. twice where he's just saying something like "Promise me, Jesse," and then I presumably get shot yeah. or something. Yeah, that stuff was very weird. By the way, do either of you three watch House of Cards? No, no. Okay, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure his dad is played by a uh, secret security guy that's on House of Cards. Yeah, some some of that I've watched. I know thrilling material that I'm bringing to the table here. And Jay hasn't seen Preacher, so he doesn't know which. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't also, know who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Woo! Great conversation. <laughs> on that stellar note, um, thank on you. that stellar note, we're gonna ask Daniel to leave. <laughs> Later, guys. Get the fuck out of here. Let's get, a few, let's get a few more snaps before you go. Yeah. <laughs> a few more Ricky snaps. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's, I got a couple preacher emails. Uh, first one comes from Matt Kirby. Hey, leftovers. Not Daniel. So Daniel, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Will do. Sorry. He's not addressing you. Okay. <laughs> he says, hey, leftovers. So this has nothing to do with you. Okay. Zero. Okay. I have recently been persuaded to listen to your ramblings by none other than Jedi Master Dan West. And I have to say I'm hooked. I can't stop. I must be listening to two to three shows a week plus the latest offering. It's becoming a real problem. It must be the great reviews, interesting discussions, and genius humor. And then Daniel Hopner came along <laughs> and fucked it all up for me. I'm amazed he's already heard this episode before it came out. Brian, you can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah. This guy is just a rambling man. Um, Ramble on. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. Ramble on. I was thinking Almond Brothers. Is that is that who it is? No, no, that that's Led's up. I was thinking okay. the Alm Brothers. Uh, Lord I was House like, Jesus, am I that uh, am I that fucking off right now that <laughs> no. I don't even know? No, you had that right. <laughs> you know what? You need to you need to shove your mouth full of almonds right now. Do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some almonds. I, you know, give this guy an almond ball gag right now. Uh, he says, by far the best podcast I have ever listened to. And let me tell you, I have never listened to any podcast before this one, so I have no basis for comparison. Yeah, I was smelling that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I just finished watching the first episode of AMC's Preacher. And as I've been waiting around 10 years for someone to take one of the best comic series, in my opinion, and put it on the big screen or TV, I have to say, fuck yeah, well-paced, great action, and perfectly timed comedy, just like the comic. It was nothing short of perfect. I have had many discussions with Mr. West about who we would like to see play the roles if they ever made it. Uh, but the casting was bang on, especially Cassidy fucking hell. What an introduction to an iconic character. I like that. The casting bang was, hell. Casting was bang on, especially Cassidy. <laughs> fucking hell. <Yeah. laughs> what an introduction to such an iconic character. I totally Tupperware this episode, and I'm looking forward to the next installment and the possible introduction of the Saint of Killers. Thanks for hours of ear raping, fuckers. Keep on doing what you do. Just do it without Hopner. 
Matt Kirby. <laughs> I, I agree with that. <laughs> Don't do it to me anymore. Hopner, you need to hop on to a different podcast, Chief. Yeah. You very... need to hop the fuck off the old PCL dick, don't you? I agree. Time to get off. I, I agree. Very prophetic email there. Wow. I know. <laughs> Such foresight. If you didn't think you were going to get abused on this show, you were sorely mistaken. Oh, I knew. You no, know, you gotta know. Yeah, you gotta know. That's why I'm agreeing because I also know. I'm no, terrible. I mean when Frank got on this up, when Frank got on his first couple of shows, <laughs> I was very abusive. <laughs> and this is no, this is no, because you know you've you've tailed off your abuse of him lately, right? <laughs> I think quite a bit. I think so too. No, no. Oh, you're just really abusive, and then at the end you go, but I do love you. <laughs> it's like getting that new baseball glove. Yeah. I'm just Only it break it in. Smack it against Only the wall. Only if you bring it in, it breaks you in. <laughs> Next email comes from Michael J. Borelli. It's a preacher email. He says, hey, guys, I can't believe a preacher series is actually happening. I hold the comic series up as one of my uh, all-time favorite stories. Uh, I hooked so many friends on this book back in the day. I'll just get to it. I Tupperware the fuck out of this episode. It introduced the main characters, Jesse, Tulip, Cassidy, and Arseface, really well, and I love the old-school science fiction feel on the introduction to the Genesis baby. So far, I don't mind the changes from the book at all. I truly feel anything can happen in this series, and it should be a fun, crazy ride. As a side note, Brian, it is painful to hear you talk about the sponsor for the episodes, uh, I feel like it is ripping apart your soul. Uh, I know you will never ask for money from the listeners, and it was awesome to hear when some got together to surprise you with a donation. But a lot of us listeners were left out of the loop, so I'm going to ask you for a favor. Uh, please never have Daniel Hopner back on another episode <laughs> of Pop Culture Leftovers. It's amazing. Everybody knew well. How, how much money <laughs> do I have to send you, Brian, to make this not happen again? It's a fucking travesty. My God. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Hopner, Hopner, yada. Yeah, can you smack it? <laughs> how can this? What, how much money do I need to start a change.org? What the fuck do we got to do? <laughs> Brian, help me out, Chief. What do we got to do? <laughs> no, he says, please put a PayPal link on your website for donations. Uh, you never have to talk about it or mention it. Uh, we as fans can find it or just pass the word along on our own. I don't care if you use the money for another back alley loop session or. <laughs> Or to feed Jake's Funko Pop addiction. Yes. I just prefer to give it directly. As always, thank you for insane amounts of entertainment each week. From Mike, the gamma-irradiated leftover army physicist. So uh, that's what everybody was thinking about Preacher this week. Two Tupperwares from uh, you know members of the leftover army. Yeah. Uh, and then one wanting to give us money to shut this guy up. <laughs> To be fair, it was too tossing <laughs> towards me, so I, I respect that. <laughs> Is it uncomfortable? No. Is it- not no. for me. No, not at all. <laughs> it's very comforting. Yeah. Oh, it's like a comfy pillow. Who does yeah. this? No, 
know. Who does this to their guest? Well, you. Who does it? The guy, he actually drove two and a half hours to come down here, and I, ber- I berate him. The, don't try to gain, don't try to garnish sympathy for me from the fan base. It doesn't matter how long I traveled. I deserve all this. It's fine. Yeah, it would have been a waste of his time if he didn't get this. That's exactly. True. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I, what are you going to do? Try to fucking play softball with me? Fuck that bullshit. I guarantee there's some listeners that would die. To, to have me ripping on them live on the air. Brian, how much money do I have to give your PayPal for yeah. you to rip me a new one? You got fucking Talky Talkerton over here. <laughs> Yacking it up. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, guys. Hey, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Jay, how about you? I had a blast. Jay, are you going to watch Preacher? Yeah, I'll fucking watch Preacher. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I want to watch Preacher for sure. Yeah. You, you want to watch it with the Daniel Hodder commentary on? <laughs> You know, it's like... <laughs> you think Cassidy's be... hard to understand then. <laughs> it's like, how much do I have to pay to get the Daniel Hobner commentary on everything? <laughs> About $2. <laughs> <laughs> like every... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this was Splash and Preacher. All right, we'll see you guys... Uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see you guys for X-Men. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Peace out. We'll be right back for x I won't be. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a T-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing.
leftovers.